What it do, what it do. What's up? I am Cannibal, the Cannabis Animal, back at it again. Hello, my cannibals. How are you guys doing? It is fucking November 9th already. We just finished the fucking podcast, Killer Movies and Shit, part two. Wow, this year has gone by quickly and shit. As always, I hope you guys are in great health. Really. I hope you guys are fantastic. And if you're not, well, I'm really sorry about that. Just positive vibes to you, man. Positive vibes to you. Wish you guys all the best. Stay healthy. Stay happy. Stay baked. Speaking about baked, I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to our sponsor that's been there since day one. This Blunt Report podcast is brought to you by Weed. Smoke it. Smoke it like this. Damn, damn, damn. We're still smoking on this wedding cake or ice cream cake. <laughs> I keep fucking confusing the same shit. Ice cream cake and OG cookies. But coming soon to a theater near you, it's going to be some Skittles and some other shit. They smell fantastic. I've been down to the spot. I visited the spot. And it is fucking great. Again, nothing is for sale here at the Blunt Report. Everything we do is for entertainment purposes only. So... Take everything in a lighthearted way. <laughs> Don't take this to the heart. Don't. This is just a. Yeah, comedy. Well, to me, it is. This is fucking hilarious. All right. Today, finally, we are doing one of my most anticipated episodes. This is going to be a doozy. It may be a two part because there's so much fucking information for this podcast. That I may have to do a two-part. I may not be able to fit everything on here. So, we are going to be talking about Bob Lazar. Anybody, anybody, anybody of you, if anyone or any of you know who Bob Lazar is, I mean, he was, I don't know if he's a whistleblower or what the fuck it is, but he's the only person that I've seen that has not gone on tour to give speeches, has not been uh, involved in in anything that may even remotely benefit him uh, because his story maybe it changes life forever but I mean pros and cons are fucking the cons kind of outweigh the pros so we're going to be talking about that the story of Bob Lazar and alien technology more specifically UFO technology, more specifically propulsion or pretty much in a nutshell, the engine that drives uh, UFOs. So it's very interesting. And this is probably the most truthful fucking story I have ever read in my entire life because the facts do not lie. So we're going to fucking definitely get, in, get into that. One. I'm getting a boner just thinking about it. Oh, <laughs> but first, let me take another hit. Yes, we all know it's past election time. We all know who the fuck won here. The blow report politics really don't fit in here because it's just about, you know, bullshit and conspiracies. But uh, we don't get too deep into the political conspiracies. Just, you know, the, the wacky, wacky ones. So <clears throat> this hit is for you. All y'all, love y'all. Cannibals, baby, what's up? 
Thank you for supporting the, park, the podcast. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you. This is some kooky shit, I know. This is a podcast where I smoke, I talk shit, but I mainly most mostly love everybody. So I love you guys, really. Thanks for the support. Thanks for listening. Hit me up through my um, uh, Instagram account at the Blum Report. Hit me up on my e- at my email if you want to see changes on the show, if you want to shout out. If you want to uh, shoot me a story or an experience that you've had in the paranormal, anything weird, glitches in the matrix, anything in the, that cannot be explained by uh, science or logical thought, hit me up. That is cannibalbluntreport at gmail.com. Now, canna, like cannabis, C-A-N-N-A, bowl, like bowl of weed, B-O-W-L, cannibalbluntreport at gmail.com. Hit me up, please. Let's do some for real. Oh, man. Fantastic. All right. All right. So I don't know if there's many paranormal news right now at the moment because all this shit about the elections and all that. But this is a fucking good one. All right. Y'all remember Stony Stormy Daniels? Don't act like you don't fucking remember. Yeah, yeah. We all know who fucking Stormy Daniels is. The whole fucking Donald Trump thing and all that bullshit. So apparently, uh, I've, I've seen a couple of movies. She's, she's not bad. Sucks. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um... Yeah, I guess she's very much into the paranormal. After she quit the porn business, she moved into a haunted, uh, I guess, house in New Orleans, New Orleans. And that's where the paranormal field may be called to her. <laughs> Fuck, man. Apparently, she has a new show called Spooky Babes. It's all about paranormal and ghost hunting and shit. And this is what she has to say about that. I didn't really have much of a choice. I think like most people, I had some unexplainable experiences happening throughout my life. Heightened intuition. I thought about somebody they would call. I would know that I would know what song was coming next on the radio, but there was always one or two big things that would happen every year of my whole life. That fucking doesn't mean you're fucking psychic. (laughs) I do that shit all the time, too. I'm like, oh, this is the next song is going to come up. And then it fucking comes up. That's not, you're not psychic. No. Sit your ass down. <laughs> I don't know, man. I got a lot of thoughts about one chick and like five guys in this quote unquote show and shit. I can only gangbang. It's a supernatural gangbang. I'm here for the gangbang. Oh, oh, shit. It says that she is partnering alongside Mississippi ghost hunters, including John Bullard and David Childers, uh, to start looking into several haunted locations. So, um, yeah, man, there's already uh, a, a, actually a bunch of episodes that are, are had, that have been filmed around the country. Um, now they're just pitching the show to people and shit. So it's not really 100 percent. I mean, come on, Hulu or Netflix, pick that shit. <laughs> I'm not making fun of her. I'm just saying, like, holy shit, man. <laughs> All right, man. It's funny shit. Anyway, um, is Justin Loop, Daniel's uh, uh, partner from New Orleans, said that he had the, his first paranormal experience at the Mississippi House in Florence, uh, which is central location in the documentary The House in Between. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, fuck it, man. If you... If she was tired of getting fucking fucking jizzed on and ran trains on and shit like that and anal and all that shit by millions of fucking people, I'm pretty sure. Well, fucking me, you got, you got to switch your career. I know what's her face. Um, this fucking porn star, man. She was she's actually she was actually very fucking beautiful. Actually, what the fuck was her damn name? She came out in a in a bunch of of movies, actual actual movies that hit the hit the theater. I know the first time I noticed that she was there was in. <laughs> And Blade, uh, her name is Tracy Lords. Now, this is the funny shit is <laughs> the story uh, where I live at, where I, where I used to live at in Orange County. There used to be this, this old man. Yeah, I know. Come here, shark boy. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's my that's really horrible, horrible impression. But like that old, uh, old creepy guy from Family Guy, just like that. We would, we lived in a mobile home park and this guy would be like the handyman. So I heard. I heard to the grapevine. 
when I when I, we barely got there, that, that some guy was, um, I guess, just talking to me. And the old man's like, hey, man, you want a couple of porn movies? I don't want them anymore. And I guess he took him back to his place and he tried to fucking <laughs> try to do the do. <laughs> and that shit was implying. I remember this guy had a collection of movies, right? And my dad, <laughs> my dad, I love my dad, man. My dad is like, fuck it. Just like me, he'll fucking, he went check that shit out. It was a box of movies and it said free movies, right? So he picked up a bunch of them. He didn't know what it was. And yeah, there were blank tapes and there were, <laughs> it was old school porn, like 80s shit, right? So my heart, fuck it. You know, me being a fucking teenager, like, fuck it, man. Get, get my fucking, uh, my, my popcorn ready and shit. See that shit. And I was checking that shit out and it was this really pretty white girl. Like, damn, this bitch is pretty. Like, the, her expression on her face and shit. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I like watching porn. Fuck it. I, I, I don't watch like, like hours of it. <laughs> Collectively, probably. But just, you know, scenes and shit here and there. Like, oh, shit, damn. Mm, mm. Anyway, I love sex. I'm sorry. I love sex. Uh, actually, I'm not sorry. Fuck. I love sex. That's my nature. Anyway, this, you know, really pretty white girl, man. Uh, big ass titties and shit. She's getting pounded on by by, by this other guy, right? And yeah, whatever. And, and I watched that. I mean, I watched that movie a bit. <laughs> internet. We didn't have internet back in the day in the. The porn industry wasn't like it was like it is now. You know, literally I could pick up my phone and just go and watch some free porn. It'll probably give my phone AIDS and shit. But so later on, I saw I saw her. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, wait, 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 wait. no, no, no. I'm like, she's a fucking porn star. And lo and behold, yes, she was Tracy Lords from the movie that I movie that I have seen. I had seen, excuse me. And the weirdest thing about it is that. Her, she was controversial because she joined the porn industry when it was, she was 17, I think. Or she was underage, definitely underage. So she fucking tricked the um, the producers. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I mean, fuck it. We all got to change careers and shit, right? Sometimes, uh, sometimes the, like the porn industry, I, I can see that shit being burnt out after a while. Now, there's some people that still keep going strong and still are still in that industry but i mean fuck it right sex sells shit now th th this is what what i do like about <laughs> this shit i mean not that i don't like it just this is what i like most about this little story is that she really uh she really is doing it to help people you know to to you know help them out there's a ghost in your house call him and shit now the way she wants to help people is she's working on plans for uh, equine therapy reiki and yoga and instructions to pretty much aid and heal people that have been traumatized by paranormal situations in their home or who have spiritual, a certain spiritual gifts. Now. Yeah. I, I'm, I know I fuck around and shit. It's all good and fun. I, I don't really fucking hate this, this lady and shit. I love that she was in the porn industry though. Uh, but I mean, if she does have a, a, a gift, then it's good to harness it. And if she wants to help other people harness it, then that's also great. Maybe. She, and it's funny. Cause not a lot of people get out of the porn industry. Some people stay there until they're like fucking 50 or 60. I don't know how they do it. But maybe if she does have that intuition, maybe it was her time to be like, you know what? I'm out because if I stay here longer, it could be self-destructive. So the porn industry, obviously like many other, many other industries is not for everybody because you literally could fucking self-destruct. There's so many fucking shit in there. Some, com some companies do the whole no drug policy, no weed, nothing. And some companies don't give a fuck. So, yeah, I can see that fucking happening. Anyway, she also says that she wants to teach people and show them how to protect themselves and their property against uh, these kind of supernatural attacks, supernatural attacks in the future. This was pretty cool. I think I mentioned it before, or maybe I try to mention it, that the new owners of the actual conjuring house are inviting people to come over and chill at their house to become a paranormal investigator to see what fucking if you have the balls and nerve to do that shit. So, I mean, I wouldn't even fucking go even, nah, because in reality, if you go searching for, searching for something, it's a possibility that that shit will fucking stick to you. And then that's it. You're fucked. How the fuck are you going to do it? I don't know. Also, <laughs> apparently, uh, if you guys know about the whole Joe, uh, Joe Exotic or the Tiger thing, uh, Tiger King thing, I, I guess his Tiger King Zoo is supposedly haunted. And I guess Ghost Adventures is doing a whole fucking thing of that. So fuck it. That'll be something to fucking check out. If you guys haven't seen that fucking Joe Exotic shit, 
it was it was fucking it was entertaining. But the shit that tripped me out the most is when uh, his fucking husband just walks into the office and just fucking blows his head off. Like, that shit was just fuck, man. They don't show it, but the cameras, you can see the guy talking to him. He's just like, Pow! he just, that's just fucking crazy. The crazy part about that shit is one of my coworkers literally used to uh, go with, go to college with this guy in high school. So, and he used to talk to this guy. Uh, so that's fucking crazy. Okay, this one is pretty crazy. Actually, when I read it and I saw the video, I was like, oh, shit, it could be true, could be not. Nowadays, you don't know because of all the computer graphics that could be manipulated into pretty much whatever the hell you want. I've seen people do crazy stuff. There's a guy on YouTube that he recreated famous scenes from movies, and they're pretty fucking spot on. I'm pretty sure you have to be a fucking master at that, but... Uh, this is coming out of um, Guadalajara, Jalisco. There's a cathedral there. And there are preserved remains of a little girl, a saint. Now, her name is uh, Saint Innocence. Now, the story goes that she was forbid by her her father, or forbidden by her father, uh, to practice Catholicism. And she did so behind his back, um, practiced communion, and he stabbed her to death, stabbed her to death. So the story goes that the, the, well, it tells that her remains are still in that cathedral. So the video is showing somebody just filming this, um, the remains of a little girl and they're very well preserved actually. And it looks like the, the girl is opening her eyes or the remains are opening her eyes and it's fucking crazy. It's pretty nuts. I don't know if this is fucking true or not. I know that there's a, a lot of devout Catholics that that really just are 100%, you know, set on believing that hey, miracles uh, do do happen and, and they're they're um they're performed by saints or they're done by saints, you know. A lot of the times the from what I see, from from what I gather, the these miracles are to I guess reinforce uh the belief of Catholic people um and make that more stronger. So that's fucking crazy in, in its own. Because they're saying, people are stating also that it could be the devil's work. And he's just trying to do that. I mean, I don't fucking know. I mean, who knows for fucking sure. But nonetheless, it's a fucking crazy video. I've seen that shit. Fake or not, it's still fucking crazy. What is interesting, supposedly said by the 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 person that, that recorded this, he wasn't aware that happened until after. It's just like how sometimes people record ghosts and they don't, they're not aware they just, they're recording that until later on. Shit's trippy. Tis the end of our news portion of this fucking podcast. We're going to end it with a fucking hit. That's right. Ghost that shit. <coughs> That's right. That's right. All right. So in 1989, the story of Bob Lazar broke in an interview given by then reporter George Knapp. He was doing a five part story on the subject of UFOs and aliens. Part five was the story of Bob Lazar. Many things were discussed in this series. Um, aircrafts, aliens, disclosure, of course, was discussed. And some information at that time was relayed to George Knapp by a couple of conspiracy theorists and the information was that there is a secret government within the U.S. government operating. And, of course, it did discuss Area 51. Area 51 has always been full of controversy. We all know that. A lot of things happened there, even before the whole the whole uh, uh, UFO extraterrestrial bullshit happened. U-2 pilots were trained there. Um, U-2, planes were de- U-2 planes were developed there. Uh, SR-71 spy planes that... Uh, saw or were able to detect uh, Soviet missiles in Cuba in the early 60s, Star Wars weapons, as well as stealth technology was harnessed there as well. So um, there's, I mean, fucking Area 51 is, it's a no fucking go. You're not going to get into that motherfucker. And a lot of people have stated, of course, as well, that Area 51 has been moved and is no longer there. Who fucking knows? I mean, how the fuck are you going to move a goddamn Area 51? But, I mean... If you have the technology, I'm sure you could do it. Why the fuck not, right? Keep them guessing, I guess. So this interview made news around the world. 
I mean, it was shown all over the place. But uh, Japanese television did a one-hour special on it as well. So the interview was given under the pseudonym, pseudonym Dennis. This was Bob Lazar, uh, pretty much, a, I don't know if it looked like a truck, maybe a news van, and it was all dark. Uh, you couldn't even see his face, and he was giving an, giving an anonymous story. So his story is pretty fucking crazy, man. I'm, that's to say the least. So to better explain the story, I will use an audio clip from that interview, and this is coming from 8 News Now Las Vegas, uh, the reporter George Knapp uh, really gets into this shit, and you can tell the passion in his voice. So, without further further ado, here is here is part of the Bob Lazar interview. Exactly what's going on up there? Well, there's several, uh, actually nine uh, flying saucers, flying discs uh, that are out there of extraterrestrial origin, and they're being test flown and. Uh, uh, basically just analyzed. You say there's nine saucers? How, how are those tests going? Uh, as far as what? As far as whether they're successful and, and, and that sort of thing. Oh, well, some of them uh, are 100% intact and operate perfectly. Uh, the other ones are being taken apart. Uh, I was involved mainly in, in propulsion and the power source. Where, where did we get these saucers? Uh, how did they come into the hands of the government? I haven't the slightest idea, and uh, you have to understand the information is very compartmentalized, and uh, I was only allowed information that pertained particularly to what I was involved in. But I mean, couldn't couldn't our government have made them as opposed to getting them from some alien beings? Totally impossible. Uh, the propulsion system is an, uh, a gravity propulsion system. The power source is an antimatter reactor. Uh, this technology does not exist at all. In fact, one of the reasons that I'm coming forward with this information, it's uh, not only a crime against the American people, it's a crime against the scientific community, which I've been part of for some time, or actively trying to duplicate these systems, yet they are in existence now and basically in the hands of the government. What would happen to you if the government learned that you were giving us this information? Anything could happen. I don't know. It's, uh, I haven't the slightest idea. But you said uh, you were referred to getting into trouble. Have you had some repercussions already? Yeah, I've been threatened with uh, uh, being charged with espionage. Uh, I've had my life threatened by them, my wife's life threatened by them. And uh, uh, I, I mean, I don't know where else you can go from there. Shit, that definitely deserves a fucking Tocorino from the old Bongarini. Fuck. Fuck. That was a big fucking rip. Holy shit. I'm surprised my fucking cough my lungs out. Oh. Fuck me. What the fuck? <laughs> Alright. I know what you guys are thinking. That's bullshit. Uh, bullshit. 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 That was in 89. A lot of things have happened since then. And all the information on Bob Lazar, mainly on where he went to school and where he worked at, is completely obsolete. Nobody has ever heard of him, or, or at least heard of him working in these spots or going to school um, in either MIT or Caltech, which neither of them have heard of, heard of him. But I believe that he has stated that a friend of his, uh, used to uh, drive him to Caltech frequently. I get it. I, I'm assuming that's been corroborated. I don't know that information, but that has been mentioned about this um, this case. In 1982, there was an article in the Alamogordo Daily News that had him in his jet car um, right there chilling and shit. Supposedly his car would go up to 200 miles per hour. And the... The article described him as being a physicist at Los Alamos Meson Physics Facility. Now, he supposedly was working here at the on the, I guess, uh, Hadron Collider, some shit like that. Uh, uh, I guess at the time it was the largest in the world. It was half a mile long. Now, 
This is crazy shit. This motherfucker had a Hadron Collider in his own fucking room. Literally in his own fucking room. There's pictures of that shit and, and everything. So maybe he's making all this shit up because he's a fantastic mind and he's a fantastic storyteller and he maybe loves sci-fi shit, right? Maybe. So the laboratory that he worked at, so they never heard of they never heard of him, but a phone book from the uh, I guess I believe 1982 um, has his name on there. Robert Lazar. That would be too much of a coincidence, I think. Right? Shit. And he went on to work for the Air Force. Um, he stated that he was um, working at uh, a a part of Area 51 in the Nellis Air Force Base uh, it was called S-4. Now, he stated that... Um, this was right by um, by Groom Lake and Papoose Lake. I don't know if it's adjacent to it, but it was, they're close together. So, you know, he stated that there was all these hangers there, um, and the hangers were painted kind of like a like a grainy color, kind of like the sand of the desert, and you can't really you can't fucking tell where they're at. It's that stealth. The place that interviewed him, uh, E G and G, for this job, um, claims they never heard of him. It's a no-go. You don't know who the fuck that is. Of course. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so his job at the Nellis Air Force Base, uh, mainly S-4, was to reverse engineer um, recovered aircraft, not of this earth. Where have I heard that from? Hmm. Recent reports and recent videos have come forward, and the government has uh, confirmed that they've been I'm monitoring, stuttering, stuttering <laughs> like my ass. Monitoring, studying, and recovering aircraft out of this world. And um, they have other artifacts, I believe. So it's it's um, it's more real than uh, not nowadays. But he was, um, yeah, he was um, hired to reverse engineer the propulsion system or the engine, whatever you want to fucking call it of these um, UFOs so they can go ahead and duplicate that technology and harness it. And that is fucking nuts. Because he has stated that, uh, I believe, near Papoose Lake um, or uh, um, Groom Lake, they test fly. And not only they test fly, but he has he, ha- he had in the past specific schedules for when they were doing it. And he would take out his homies. They're like, hey, man, let's fucking smoke a blunt. <laughs> but he, he he went out there and took a couple of, of friends uh, various times. And they did see some, some fucking flying uh, machine thing uh, flying through the sky or being tested. So I think it's, it's more of a, you know, I don't think he, the reason why I don't think he he is uh, making this shit up. He he really didn't benefit from a lot of sh- from anything um, that came with this this story at all. I mean, I'm pretty sure that he would would have loved to fucking leave this alone. But to my knowledge, and to paraphrase, it's probably the best thing that he's ever done. Because yeah, it was it was a shitty experience, but he got to see tech not of this world. He got to work on it, reverse engineer it. And if that's true, not everybody can say that. So he came forward with this story because he was fearful for, for his life. But I think people have come forward with some crazy ass stories and has not ended well for them. So I'm, I'm surprised. I'm glad that Mr. Lazar is still alive. But it doesn't go well for, for a lot of people that become whistleblowers. And here's the crazy thing about this is that the, own, the the government the, the court system cannot uh, judicial judicial system cannot corroborate what he fucking said the schools he went to the facilities he he um, he worked at he got in trouble <laughs> why did he go through the judicial judicial system he got fucked up um, I don't know why uh, we all 
do crazy shit. So this is the crazy shit that this motherfucker did. He got in trouble for trying to create or bring up a brothel. Yeah. He, I, he, I think he was on the business side of the brothel, the hooker thing. That shit. <laughs> I mean, fuck, yo. I mean, I don't know how the fuck that up. That, I don't know how, that, how the fucking that shit happens. But I mean, fuck, shit happens, apparently. So he, when he was, when they were investigating him and looking into his life and what kind of person he was, the court system could not find anything. And it's been said here and there. You would probably think like, okay, man, it's cool. Let's, let's just, you know, come clean with all this bullshit and, you know, just say the truth. Uh, yeah, no, he stuck to his fucking story. He didn't change it up. There was also lie detector tests given. And if I could find the name of the, the person that gave me the lie detector test, um, I would fucking be awesome. But in a nutshell, he hit up, I guess, the um, the Air Force um, base office in Los Alamos. I believe that there's... Um, I guess some facilities are, I guess you can confirm that they do exist because it's, it's public information. I mean, yeah, you can, you can corroborate that. Yeah. Fucking area 51 exists. Yeah. If you call them, they'll, they'll tell you, yeah, they're going to tell you what the fuck's down there, but there, this is public, public information. So he hit up the, the spot and he said, Hey man, Hey motherfucker, check this out. So what's up? What's up? This guy, Bob Lazar, blah, 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 whoop, whoop. Yeah, this fucking place exists. S four, where he where he worked on this super advanced technology, right? And I mean, ah, you could say, I mean, fuck, man. It, let's just for a second say he's bullshitting, right? What did he get out of it? Nothing at all, according to him, just being harassed by by, by the government and. Being told, you know, to chill out. He states that his wife was wife was threatened too. Um, but if he's saying the truth, that's just one one tiny bit of information that you know makes everything about the whole alien thing um, truthful. So this is fucking nuts, man. I believe. I just think that this is true because of the next part that I'm going to let you guys know. Uh, we'll jump around a little bit. We're also going to talk about the propulsion system and all that shit and how it works. But one thing that I do want to say is that this motherfucker was aware of something that had not even come out. Wasn't even a, wasn't even, wasn't even a thing, man, among um, chemists. We're talking about element that this motherfucker knew about way back in the day in 89 when all that shit happened. And later on, it was recon recognized as a fucking element. We're talking about element 115. Now, this element is pretty much the fuel for this propulsion system. And it's, I believe, I don't know if it's radioactive or, um, but um, it, I guess every element needs to be stabilized. And supposedly that this element cannot be stabilized. It can be stabilized. I don't know much about chemistry, but I was reading up on, on, on the element. And he said that he, he knew about this shit. At the time when he mentioned this shit, that shit was non-existent. Nobody knew about element 115. Nobody knew what the fuck it was. Nothing. That's it. Until later on, element... 115 was recognized as a fucking element. And I believe that element is called Moscovium. It generates the um, gravity waves that are that allow this fucking UFO to pretty much um, um, uh, be under, like fly undetected. It bends light around it. There's a V, there's an old, I don't know if it's a beta tape or a VHS tape. I think it's a beta tape. Beta, if y'all are not fucking old enough, you'll, you guys won't know what the fuck beta tapes are. Look that shit up. History. <laughs> but 
My dad used to have fucking beta tapes, VCR too and shit. Uh, Betamax. So there is this old ass video, man. It's VHS. I don't know how much. I think you would have to have like some high quality film and some high quality um, uh, equipment to edit this and to make this happen. There is just a small portion of this fucking video, but this video, he's showing how light is being bent. Literally, I swear to Bob and shit. Uh, fucking, I, you can see he shines light and then this element just, it bends the light. Literally. So, I don't know, man. I've seen the video. Um, I've looked for it myself. It's on YouTube. Also, it does come out in the uh, documentary. Um, I think it's called uh, fucking UFOs and Aliens. Let me see what the fuck this is called. Oh, it's called Bob Lazar, Area 51 and Flying Saucers. If you haven't seen that, the documentary, check that shit out. Um, there's, it, it does come out there. There's a lot of details. Um, I, I think they, they compacted all the fucking shitload of details in just that that um, the documentary. But you guys got to check that shit out. It's fucking dope. All right. So element 115 synthesized in 2003 by a team of Russian and American scientists at the Joint Institute for Nuclear Research in Dubna, Russia. Or Dubna, Russia. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I think I talked to that shit. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. Since the discovery or descent, um, the uh, day was synthesized, it still has not been sta- uh, stable. It's highly radioactive. So, uh, but the force field or the, f- the field that, that it generates, it literally, if you try to touch it, it fucking throws your hand back. Now, it doesn't like fucking throw it crazy, but it does push your hand back. So, the whole thing about this uh, propulsion system is that it supposedly bends uh, space. It's called an antimatter reactor. And the fucking moment I fucking ghetto birds over somewhere, I could hear that shit. They're talking over the fucking megaphone or some shit. I gotta fucking check outside. Hold up, y'all. Correction. It bends space and fucking time. That's fucking crazy shit right there. That's how it fucking pushes pushes itself forward, propels itself forward and shit. There's no chemical reaction. There's no smoke, no trail, no nothing. The seats in the fucking UFO itself were very small. So this fool said that he he uh, saw um, alien corpses um, and all this bullshit, which is pretty fucking crazy. Um, he also stated that upon um, being hired here, he had to go through a lot of uh, classified documentation or briefing documents about how the earth has been inhabited or has um been visited by alien greys uh from a a orbiting planet in the twin binary star system zeta reticuli for the past ten thousand years (laughs) i mean that's a if you're making shit up damn that's a good fucking imagination right there my boy straight up straight the fuck up if that's fucking true then I mean, fuck. We're not the first civilization here on Earth. I'm pretty sure with there's been cataclysmic events where the civilizations have been wiped out. Maybe, maybe it is like how that movie The Men in Black showed that we are the center of the universe. We're kind of like an airport, <laughs> so to speak, um, or a um, you know a tourist attraction, or I don't fucking know. Maybe there, maybe there is intergalactic courtesies and all that bullshit. Who knows? But if this is, um, if this is fucking true, I mean, damn, 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 damn. So, supposedly, there has not been any any planets um, found in the Zeta uh, reticulate system, but um, 
mean, you never know. I don't think they're going to tell you, hey, man, take this out. Take, take this shit out. Take what we found. We found a planet that has all cannabis, which I believe is true. <laughs> Look that shit up. They found a fucking um, a uh, planet that could possibly be inhabited by just fucking cannabis plants. Imagine intergalactic weed, as I put it. Stoned thought. What if, what if uh, aliens have been here to, for the past 10,000 years and they go galaxy by galaxy, intergalactic system uh, to intergalactic system, and they happen to find maybe another planet along their way that is full of bud? Come here. Oh, shit. We got to fucking plant this shit back on Earth, my boy. Let's fucking go back. <laughs> what if this shit is like fucking tourist attraction and shit you know like for for you know, like Mexico and shit spring break like hey fool remember that one fucking day oh shit remember we got fucking down let's fucking go back let's fucking go do that shit fill up my balloon fool <laughs> check that shit out on YouTube fill up my balloon anyway fucking um yeah man what the let's, come on if let's let's fucking think out there. If it's a possibility that that should never happen, yeah. But let's think outside the box. Imagine cannabis brought by the gods or aliens. <laughs> so anyway, this um, propulsion system runs on something um, he called a, a um, antimatter reactor. But they re- this antimatter reactor was run by gravity amplifiers. Um, there was no physical hookup uh, to any system of any kind. Uh, this reactor would use gravity as a wave. Um, it, it was, it was, I guess, called using waveguides. So they're kind of like microwaves, but not quite like that. Uh, just almost like that, though. Um, so I'm not too familiar. I don't want to get too into it because I don't fucking want to sound like a dumbass. <laughs> just kidding. No, I... Just don't want to cover something that I don't quite understand yet because there's a lot of uh, not too much science to that shit. But I can tell you this: um, the force field that it makes it it looks like a force field in the shape of a heart. So, um, I mean, fuck, man. <laughs> so these um these uh, amplifiers, gravity amplifiers. This is how they work, more or less. So there's three cylinders. They swivel at 180 degrees. What the fuck? And they rotate at 360 degrees. So the top of this this craft that was shown, um, the top viewpoint, um, I guess the craft had a smaller reactor at the top of it. It has amplifiers beneath that um, and then um, gravity emitters. So um, he just worked on the engine part of this. He was not allowed to view the rest of the craft. So... Um, he had, I guess he was working in the middle level. Now there's another top level and he believes that this top level is where the guidance system or the GPS or the navigation system, uh, was housed. I want to go ahead and say something. This guy did not benefit from anything. He didn't go on book tours. He didn't fucking give huge speeches at, at uh, big places. No, he did not. He didn't benefit shit from this. As a matter of fact, this motherfucker, somebody took a shot at him on the freeway. So now (laughs) him and one of his buddies or one of his friends were carrying around a fucking Uzi just to protect themselves. Who carries a fucking Uzi, right? (laughs) This is the fucking crazy thing. There's another detail here. And the detail is he states that the way the UFO travels is not how they portray it in movies. So the way that they travel is they travel belly up. So the belly of the craft propels itself forward. Here's a fucking crazy thing. Many people talk shit, really. But here's the thing. If you work for a secret government program that never existed in a time that never was, they're not going to fucking tell you, yeah, this motherfucker worked in a secret space program. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, he was here. We were chilling. We'd have brews once in a while, you know, have a talk here and there. They're not going to fucking tell you that. That's that's the fucking shitty part about it. Now, this is this has a classic movie 
um, setting. You know, the somebody comes out and as a whistleblower or whatever you want to call it, giving information that is fucking far out there. Somebody comes out and says, hey, man, I was working on a secret space program, reverse engineering propulsion systems from a UFO that crash landed somewhere sometime. And we have a bunch of them, nine actually, and I was able to work on one. And then they have working um, uh, UFO ships as well. (laughs) Come on. That's a little ridiculous, right? So all this shit was talked, all this bullshit, right? The latest, the latest video that the Pentagon has released has the fucking UFO flying belly fucking up. <laughs> Come on, y'all. That's too much. That's too much of a fucking coincidence. Really. In the fucking video, you see this motherfucking UFO flying belly up. Literally. <laughs> so. Robert Lazar. Mr. Bob Lazar. In a scene from that documentary, Bob Lazar, UFO, UFOs and Aliens, or Extraterrestrials and Aliens, I am fucking forget what it's called. There's a scene in that video. <laughs> and got to take into consideration that Bob Lazar lives on a fucking ranch somewhere. He lives out in the middle of nowhere. I believe in California. So I guess Bob Lazar hits up the documentary um, filmmaker and he says, look, uh, can you meet me? You know, I'm paraphrasing. Can you meet me? Blah, blah, blah. So this guy, this guy meets with him. And as they're talking, they have a camera in the middle of a little forested area and they start to talk and what it pretty much seems like is they're they're gonna film something as insurance (laughs) so they start talking about it right just barely talking about it now they don't show the footage they're videotaping the footage just in case they need to release it so in the video the filmmaker takes his phone turns it off and sets it all the way to the side somewhere. So, and he also does this with Bob Lazar's phone. So he asked the question, do you have a piece of element 115 that you snuck out of S4? That is the question. Phones are off, nothing, right? Next day, Bob Lazar gets fucking raided. His place of business gets fucking raided by the goddamn FBI. He is the proud owner of United Nuclear Scientific Equipment and Supplies. This is a, this is pretty crazy. So the way he just showed up to work like nothing, right? There was nothing around. Nobody. No one. He says that he just goes to put his key into the fucking to the uh, doorknob. As soon as he turns the key, he said that somebody just out of nowhere behind him, behind him talking to him, and it was one of the agents. Their excuse for raiding the home is that he made, they were looking for a work order from, I don't fucking know, 19 fucking dickety two or some shit like that. And their claims were that they, he made, ha- he may have sold, um, dangerous chemicals or biohazard chemicals to, uh, or radioactive chemicals to somebody. Um, so <laughs> the, um, the gravity, well, not gravity, but the, uh, immense amount of, of, uh, law enforcement was ridiculous. I mean, this motherfucker said that there was fucking cars up the ass agents from every fucking agency, local cops, local law enforcement, the fucking works. Forensic vans up the asses. Uh, you know, p- a forensic uh, computer scientist going through all his shit. All for the supposed, supposed work order. And nah, it's bullshit. It's big, big bullshit. Because if you swipe a, a, a piece of element 115, you don't need to stabilize it. It's already stable. 
It's used that it was already manufactured and stabilized and used on one of these um, aircrafts. Imagine if he has a piece of 115 that's that is stabilized. He can stabilize and stabilize it himself. He already knows what, what, what the compounds are, how it's made up. Yo. Of course, it's not a fuck. It probably wasn't the best idea if he did to swipe that element because that's an element that was not known to man at that time. And it's still not stable. It's very tricky to fuck with the government. It's very complicated. Once you fuck with them, they'll fuck with you for the rest of your life. There's no going back to that shit. So you don't you don't do that kind of shit without uh, uh, consequences. A lot of a lot of the whistleblowers or supposed whistleblowers that have come out with crazy ass stories have literally been fucking, or they have committed suicide just like Epstein did, right? So before you y'all go stirring the fucking pot, I mean, what information you have that's worth your life, really? If it's worth your life to come out, that's fine. But who the fuck is going to believe you? Conspiracy theorists that are in into the whole ufology thing, they might believe you because some of the things that you say are corroborated by them. But who the fuck is going to believe you? Y'all? And maybe you come out, come out with this uh, shit where, hey, you're a whistleblower and you've read the briefings on aliens coming to Earth for 10,000 years. And you come out, you have all the evidence, you have all these briefings, you jack all this shit. And all of a sudden, you become depressed and you kill yourself. <laughs> it's not the first time now. So th- I'm, this takes balls and I'm surprised and I'm glad that he's still alive, but I'm surprised he's still alive. I'm sorry. Um, a couple more details about this story. So before all the, the, um, the hand scanners and the iris scanners, you know, the futuristic shit that you see now. There, there's places, there's spots that use the hand scanner or the fingerprint reader. This fool said that there was a a scanner of sorts that was used in, at Nellis Air Force Base to, you know, get you in more secure and shit. So he's saying that this machine would literally scan your bones, scan how long your bones were and density and all that shit. Because your bones are unique to you. There's no no bones that are the same. So he said that this shit was going down in 89. This shit didn't come out until way fucking later. And he, I mean, there was no, no pictures of this shit. No one knew about this. So the, um, I guess the guy that was making the documentary for Bob Lazar showed him a picture of this supposed scanner. And literally his eyes lit up. He's like, holy shit, dude. Like, what the fuck? That's it right there. That's fucking it. But this is fucking way later. This is recent. And, you know, um, you know, in past the 2010s and shit. I don't remember exactly when this uh, this documentary documentary was released. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was 2018. That's fucking crazy. So they already had this fucking technology where they scan your shit. I'm pretty sure there was scan your irises and all that bullshit. I'm sure they had this technology already. But it was super advanced for that time, and they only released it to the public later. I think this, it's the same thing with everything. I, I think it's the same thing with, with high-capacity memory for your computers, the iPod, things of that nature. I think all that shit was already already in the uh, the government because they would they're the ones that would benefit more from it imagine having a terabyte hard drive not you know not having to worry about you know all the documents and even then a terabyte is still fucking uh small now compared to all the the new shit that's coming out so automation all that bullshit i think all these things have been available since a long time ago only now that he's older, he's doing more interviews. I believe he did the Joe Rogan podcast. I believe he did a a show that Larry King has. He, he was on that shit too. Now, when he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, some people were not fucking happy about it. Because they th- they're always saying he's full of shit. How the fuck do you think this is possible? 
Now, <laughs> I don't talk. Sh- I don't. If I have an opinion, especially on this podcast, and it's not a positive one, I rather keep it to myself. But one thing I don't appreciate, or I don't think it's cool, is if you have your own podcast, not the Joe Rogan podcast. If you have your own podcast, and you call people stupid and fucking dumb and retarded and, and all that shit that believe in the story of Bob Lazar, but we are all entitled to our opinion because this is this is America. It's fucking freedom of speech, right? Cool. Um, <laughs> I was going over just YouTubing it. That's what I call that shit. YouTubing it and, well, me and my brothers. And I was looking at, you know, videos and shit like that. And there was this guy that I recognized from when I was a kid. I used to watch this, this guy all the time. His name is Brian Callen. And he got pretty pissed off that Joe Rogan had Bob Lazar on his podcast. Now, this guy's just talking shit, you know, out of his ass and all that stuff. And I say because the reason why the United States is the way that it is, that everybody gets fucking mad and just talks shit out of their ass, because you're just doing it just because you don't have, you're not basing it on, this is why I think he's full of shit. You're just saying that people that believe in are fucking stupid and retarded. That's not the way it works. I mean, yeah, if you want to talk shit, that's fine. But why? Don't you believe it? Why do you think we're fucking dumb? Because we believed it too. What's the reason? Don't just fucking spit dumb shit out of your mouth. And, you know, that's the reason why people can't fucking um, I, at least sit down and say, look, this is what I believe. This is why I see this point of view. And then, you know, have have a fucking civilized conversation at least and say why the fuck you don't do it or you don't like it. And, and, and it, I'm not mad. It just that's the way to do it. And it sucks that a lot of people, more people can't do that shit in the United States. But that's why shit gets out of hand. You know, because I want my, my opinion is fucking better than yours because I fucking say so. Why? Because I fucking say so. No, no, no. Give me a fucking reason why you think this is bullshit. You know, and and I was reading the comments and he hasn't commented back. And I mean, this happened before all the disclosure or the debriefing of the, uh, of the government and all those fucking videos that came out about, um, the Navy, I think it's the Navy that has, uh, videos of the UFO, these UFOs. So I believe that if you're going to talk shit, I mean, back it up, support it. Why? You know, just don't fucking call people retarded. That's fucked up. I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a shit, but I'm just pointing it out that this is the reason why we can't fucking ever get along (laughs) because our opinions are, or just fuck you, I'm right, and fuck you, you're wrong. Instead of, this is why I think I'm right. And then the other person like, okay, well, this is why I think I'm right. If I know of people that have friends that are, let's say, Republican, and they're Democrat, they literally, and these are friends for fucking years, and they literally fucking say, you know what, fuck you because you're a Democrat, fuck you because you're a Republican. That ain't no friendship. That is not a friendship. You can have religious opinions and still fucking be friends. It's just that your fucking opinions, it has nothing to do with how good of friends you are. So, I'm sorry. That's just me. Whatever. All right. So, this was the story of Bob Lazar. Check that shit out. Check out the documentary. It is fucking nuts. It is the shit. While you're at it, check out the documentary of Stephen Greer and his disclosure shit, too. That is fucking nuts as well. I believe he also has a book called Dreamland, an autobiography. So check that shit out. Also, I want to mention and give a disclaimer that all the audio that was used that is not mine was used under the Fair Use Act. So I want to get that shit out there. Using it for educational purposes and for commenting only. I don't benefit um, from anything that I that I do here monetarily. So just want to get that out there. So thank you guys for listening. I fucking love doing this podcast, yo. I, I don't give a fuck if... No, none of y'all listen. One of some of y'all are gonna listen, and they're gonna fucking catch my vibe. And I know this is gonna work. So, thank you very much, guys, for literally just fucking standing my shit. I know I talk a lot of shit, but that's the way I am. I love it. I love the fucking way I am. So, thank you guys for the support. Shout out to everybody who's been listening. If you guys have any comments, any suggestions, shoot me an email. Y'all know what it is. Shoot me an Instagram message. My Instagram is at the blunt report. Also, my email is cannibalbluntreport at gmail.com. That's 
canna, like cannabis, C-A-N-N-A, bowl, like bowl of weed, um, report at gmail.com. So hit me up. If you have any listener stories, anything that's fucking out of the ordinary that's happened to you, I don't give a fuck what it is. Alien abductions, if you think you've seen shit, if you think your house haunted, hit me up. Hit me up. We already had a, a listener story, so we're going to have a bonus one as well. This one's fucking nasty. It's short, but it's fucking nasty, so. All right. Let's sign off with a fucking bowl. That's right. Fuck. Fucking hey, Can't fuck me. Fucking bone. It's going to have to be a pipe. That's right. All right, guys. Love y'all. Keep doing what you're doing. Stay up. Stay healthy. Stay fucking motivated. Cannibal. The cannabis animal out. Till next time. One more. I'm out.